Hello, this is Masajati. Welcome to my podcast, Exponential Intelligence, where we'll be discussing emotion of fear. In today's podcast, you'll learn what fear is about, why we have fear. You'll learn to identify your fears, and then you'll learn how to use fear as a tool. Uh, the MOS work for you in this podcast is becoming aware of what your fears are. After the meta-healing, which is on becoming aware of them, uh, being truthful to yourself, uh, you'll be able to have or you'll be able to say, guide or take inventory of what your fears are and start to embrace it. With me tonight to discuss all this interesting information is Crystal Fambrini. Crystal, how are you? I'm great. Thank you, Moss, for having me on. Thank you. It's I'm, always a pleasure. I'm excited about the Moss work and the meta-healing and this this conversation about fear. Yes, it's a it's a big subject. Uh, it is a big subject, and Chris, before we go into it, uh, as you know, guys, I always work on you while we're discussing, okay, or just having a chat here with Crystal. So just be aware of some of your fears, especially if you're a, that individual who is very fearful. You you'll get more fearful. Okay? So just be aware of that. Uh, it is a part of a detox, uh, and that's how you really say let go of that fear that's there. So, so Moss, you bring up a quick point before we get into our conversation um, that mm-hmm. you are working on people during yes. this podcast. Um, so yes. you you might feel a surge of fear come up within you, or how how does that work? Uh, you know the way it works. Uh, again, individuals who are very very fearful, uh, as I say, delete whatever is there, whatever programming is there, whether it's this lifetime, previous lifetime, fear that has come from, you know, your mother or whatever, uh, or whoever, uh, as I release that, your, say, your, your letting go process is fearful, is in that space of fear. So that's how you let go of things, is again going through that fear. The same way you walked into it, you'll walk out of it. So that's why I say those individuals who are fearful, you'll get even more scared or fearful. And you're working on them now. And for those that are uh, new to this podcast, they can go to previous episodes where we've talked about time and space and your abilities and learn more about you so they can understand how you, how you do this. Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But for right now, we're talking about fear. And my first question for you is, you know, uh, do you have fears? Uh, Not as many as I used to. Let's just put it that way. Uh, I still have fears. I'm still human. Uh, you know, fear, I use it now as a tool, which will, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll help with uh, you understanding what fear is about and then using it as a tool. Nowadays, again, uh, I'm still human, so I have fear. You know, actually, I have more fear if my kids get hurt, mm-hmm. you know, or fear of uh, them getting hurt and so on. So, yeah, I have fear. Uh, just a couple uh, days ago, I was, I was uh, snowboarding uh, out in the backcountry. Um, and I fell and I couldn't get up because the snow was so deep. So that pain of fear kind of came in. It's like, well, what if I got stuck here? So you still want that vibrancy of fear? Just note, guys, that the, that's what creates excitement in us as well. You know, like thrill rides, mm-hmm. you know, you go to an amusement park and so on. That's fear. That's excitement. Uh, so we don't want to get rid of fear. Uh, so, yes, I do have fears. Mm-hmm. What, what causes fear? You say excitement. Is, is one of them mm-hmm. or? Uh, yes. And that's a uh, controlled fear, I guess uh, you could call mm-hmm. it. 
Uh, a lot of things, there's a lot of, say, different scenarios that causes fear. Well, the fears that I guess we we kind of want to focus on, Crystal, tonight is about is about fear that originates from, say, a previous, say, issue that you've had in a previous lifetime that's come forth or something that's been embedded in your, say, uh, uh, in your spiritual DNA or your family lineage that comes through. Because those are the kind of fears that just bind us. Uh, again, many of the people here just kind of tapping into the group. There's this fear, underlying fear. It's like wearing glasses. You know, you see life through a set of lens of fear. Okay? Mm. Those fears actually come from, uh, again, something underlying, which is not a physical experience that you've had that creates that fear. Okay? Uh, it's actually, uh, again, from a previous lifetime that's come through or a family lineage. Or, um, and, and, and to explain that, you know, I tap into people when I work on them and it's like, oh, you know, Moss, I'm always very fearful. I tap into them and it's like, oh, I see that your mom's fearful and oh, I see your grandmother's fearful and they go, yeah, that's right. See, so that's what I mean by say generational fear. So it's nothing that you've done here physically. So what distortions create fear? I mean, you kind of just talked about it, which was our family lineage. Sure. Uh, Where does that even come from? You know, again, family lineage or wherever it comes, I'll just give you examples because there's, you know, there's just um, so many different scenarios that could play out. Uh, One, say you've had a a previous lifetime, and I'll give you an example of a a real client. Uh, She always watched her back. She always, she goes, Moss, I don't know where, I don't care where I am. Uh, If I'm home alone, I always have to like be looking backwards to see if anybody's following me and so on. As I tapped into her, uh, she came from a previous lifetime where she I was actually, what I saw was uh, she was actually shot in the back. And by the way, she had this pain right in the center of her back that she could never get rid of. Okay? So that that one instance, she she basically died, and I call this a time loop. She basically died before, uh, her spirit left before she physically died. And then the next time she regenerated, uh, what happens is that she grows up or she sees her life from that state of fear. So she generates fear. Okay? She she always sees fears uh, no matter what the situation is, mm-hmm. uh, for example, in this case. And then since she is, say, creating frequencies of fear, she'll get into situations of fear, which actually, say, uh, strengthen her belief that there is fear around her. So, uh, you know, people will try to backstab her. That was one of her issues. Uh, always people backstabbing her or people that she can't trust and so on. So, mm-hmm. you know, once I helped her say delete that, and it didn't take long because it is a time loop. Time loops were easy for me to disconnect from for a lot of people. Uh, once I disconnected that for her, uh, her pain that she's had for such a long time disappeared uh, almost instantaneously. But then she was a lot calmer the next time I saw her. She uh, she didn't have to look back. She could actually say trust herself even. Yeah, and from that you brought up that, that fear creates a pattern. There's a fear pattern yes. in us, which is yes. very interesting. I'd love to talk to you more about that. Um, but for the people that are listening that may not believe in past lives okay. um, and, and, you know, they hear this story. Sure. What would you, what would you say to them about, about what you just said? 
let's uh, let's just put it say generational DNA. And there's uh, there was a there was a study just uh, in the paper where say your grandmother's experiences are in your DNA. Uh, and I don't uh, uh, again don't I can't recall. And uh, maybe we could put it on Facebook or something about that. But um, the scientist has formulated a way that some of the your grandmother's experience or whoever's experience comes into that spirit, what I call spiritual DNA, but memories of the DNA, physical DNA, and it transforms into you. Yeah, I, I, I read that article too. I was blown yeah. away by it. It's like finally science is starting to catch up with what you know other people have been saying. Exactly. And basically what I do or how I see things mm-hmm. uh, is I'm a, spi- uh, I'm a spiritual DNA reader. And that's why I can go back into, say, your history and see what's going on. It's all in your DNA structure. It's not like it's in the ethers or anything like that. It actually is, uh, exists in your DNA. So for just going into that, I don't mean to press so much on this, but I, I do think it's important no. for people who have questions in regards to this. Um, what you just mm-hmm. said is, you know, the study with, for example, what happened to your grandmother, you mm-hmm. know, something emotional or distress or something can be reflected and show up in your genes. Um, but what about if your, so your past life is not your grandmother's life. Mm-hmm. Um, but perhaps for people who don't believe in past lives, you're saying, it, uh, it again, be. I just transfer, transfer, uh, you know, your past life into, you know, family lineage. How does that sound? You know, the, the same way you get heart issues, diabetes, whatever it is that you think is passed down physically. Mm-hmm. Again, that's in your DNA structure. Uh, you know, the, the space of fear, emotions of fear get passed down as well. So uh, I guess, look at it that way if you will. Yeah, I guess what I, my question is, there's, there's the DNA, which passes mm-hmm. down the hereditary uh, you know, power of fear. And then mm-hmm. the spirit also holds on to, to fear. Right. Okay. Right. And for those people who don't say believe in past lives or what's happened, they usually have a questionable, say, uh, tendency towards like your spirit as well as say living permanently mm-hmm. in there as well. So that's why I put it into say that hereditary space. But yes, your spirit, uh, you know, that, that is just one example, but you know, your, your spirit, um, can be controlled if, uh, and maybe this is another podcast we can talk about, uh, especially people who are intuitive who, who, or who have intuitive abilities or powers or psychic abilities and so on like that. Uh, what happens to them is that they are usually controlled over a space of fear by another entity or another spirit level, or if you want to get into say, aliens or uh, something, something foreign outside of them, mm-hmm. you know, they've written, uh, they've created a contract and just like, you know, uh, you go to a, a, um, a loan shark, right. Mm-hmm. And get a loan, you know, you don't pay them back. Uh, what do they do? They, uh, they scare you into breaking, you know, paying them back and so on. Same thing with this too, as well. You know, there are say different entities or different, say frequencies that can control you and they use fear. And that's how some people get bound uh, as well. And they live through a space of fear because they're trying to run away from say that loan shark, quote unquote, and they can't in this lifetime. I see a lot of that happen. And I know it sounds kind of strange. I, I, the first time I saw it, because I'm a computer programmer, I got, oh my God, you know, this is bullshit. But then, <laughs> you know, you see it over and over and over again. It's like, gosh, there might be, you know, something to this. Mm-hmm. You know? 
So interesting, you know, and then I was going to say, you know, a lot of times on social media, maybe it's the people I just follow or maybe people mm-hmm. listening have a, see this a lot too pop up on their uh, social media streams. But I always see these quotes or um, people post, you know, fear, false expectations appearing real, you know, don't fall for fear. Um, right. <laughs> you know, uh, this, some of it's true. False expectations appearing real. So right. is that something that our minds have created? You know, in a sense, yes. Mm-hmm. But does that does that mean that it's not there? No. Uh, does that mean that if you could uh, if you could see just like you know thermal lenses, right? You can see into the darkness without any light. Mm-hmm. Right. So imagine that you have say the set of lenses that you that see from a spiritual perspective, the spiritual world that actually controls or dictates what's physically here. Uh, you could you have a set of lenses like I do that sees that. So those false expectations or things that you cannot see just because you cannot see them, does that mean that they don't exist? Right. So that's the question I have to, you know, that quote, um, you know, and get to, to the extreme values. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, those people who get put into, uh, you know, the psychotic, uh, what is it? The mental institutions and so on, mm-hmm. because they see things uh, right. That destroy them. They see them. Uh, they see things like mentally stabbing them and so on like that. And they go crazy. Right. Some of them, uh, again, might be false. But some of the people that I've actually worked on that have become sane, Crystal, mm-hmm. uh, there were, say, actual entities or some spirit, some other spirits actually creating or doing that to them at a spirit level. Wow. So once you get rid of that, then they're normally sane. I mean, they're, they, they become sane again, you know. So, you know, what we can't see doesn't mean it's not there. Okay, so what we can't see, what you just said, doesn't mean it's not there. Right. That makes sense. But what about mm-hmm. the stuff that we can see? For example, mm-hmm. people living, you know, in a country where it's a war-torn country, where there's terrorists, right. where there's bombs, you know, there's really an exterior fear. Um, right. How do you live fearlessly if the danger is real in that type of situation? Uh, well, why would you want to live fearlessly yeah. <laughs> in a situation? You know, and, and that's why people go, Moss, can you eradicate, can, you know, you can delete, you know, the fear of, you know, cancer or the fear of whatever for me. Can you delete the, uh, the frequency of fear for me? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, the reason is no, because that is part one of the basic substructures or frequencies that resonates in you. Uh, uh, just to give you an example, like you're asking me, you know, if you have a car and, you know, your left tire doesn't work, it's like, Moss, can you remove that left tire for me? It's like, well, your car's not going to travel well. You know, fear was actually there for you to uh, help you, to motivate you, uh, and then to guide you into safety. So, uh, you know, in those war torn countries, you know, having fear is really a great asset for you if you use it uh, in a wise way, right, mm-hmm. to keep you safe. But if you get controlled by it, just like anything else, you can get controlled by the emotions of love. Mm-hmm. A lot of people do that, right? But we never say that's bad. But there's a lot of people, uh, again, that uh, get controlled by emotions of joy or love or, you know, all the good emotions that we think are good. Uh, or emotions that we think are bad. And maybe that's another podcast too, 
Crystal, is like, you know, why is there negative emotions? They're all there for tools. Mm. Uh, and that's what this is really about. This whole podcast about fear is trying to bring, you know, the, the frequency of fear back into, say, uh, a usable emotion for you. Right, right. I, so use fear to your benefit. <clears throat> yes, Exactly. But how do you know? I mean, this, this is maybe a basic question, but mm-hmm. so, you know, fear, there's some, there's a reason why we have fear and, you know, it, it helps us live our lives. But mm-hmm. how do we know if fear, if we have too much fear, if fear is controlling us? Well, if you think that fear is controlling you, then you have too much fear. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, you just kind of answered that yourself, you know, but the one thing, uh, and then um, the one thing I was going to say is that fear is so powerful an emotion. That's why it's used by, say, the outer realms that are out there. It's used by our government systems. It's used by religion. It's used by uh, anything or anybody that wants to control you. Mm-hmm. Right? Your parents probably have used fear. You better not do this, or you're going to get hurt, or you know, don't run with scissors, or you know, all that stuff that you that that we fear. that we hear. Again, fear is a very, very, very powerful emotion. Uh, If honed right or focused right, just like that laser beam, uh, it can take you places uh, and it'll it'll be your friend, actually. Um, So there's uh, Napoleon, who's a famous French general. There's a quote Mm -hmm. from him. It says, he who fears being conquered is sure of defeat. Um, So is this, you know, what you just said about fear... If, if you fear something, are you actually attracting that thought into your space at an energetic level? Uh, again, I see the whole picture for mm-hmm. most people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you step back and see what's really happening, you know, if you came just like that example of that woman, right? She came from a previous lifetime or a lineage of fear. So, you know, if she sees fear, maybe she, uh, the fear is actually there for her or those people in the sane asylum, it's actually there. Uh, does that make sense? So it's really dependent on, say, your previous history on how fear uh, can control you. Uh, and where does that fear come from? You know, if your fear of being scared or fear of being, uh, what was that quote? Fear of uh, losing, basically? Um, wasn't that it, it, who, he who fears being conquered is sure conquered. of defeat. Yeah. yeah. So you're right. fearful of losing. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and then also fear if you are, say, totally connected. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is another example. Just a few days ago, uh, my son, he was going to jump off, um, you know, one of those um, terrain parks, you know, in uh, um, snowboarding. Mm-hmm. And I had this fear that he's going to he's, he's going to fall. And I've never had that fear, you know, when he's done other train parks, uh, that incident, I let him go. And what did he do? He fell, he bruised his whole left side. So in that case, that fear was, say, valid mm-hmm. for me because, again, it did happen. So, you know, for me now, it's more of a premonition when I get fear. And they, again, that's what I'm trying to, say, identify with you or in the meta healings that we're going to be doing on fear, having you use fear as a tool so you understand that, you know, if you start to fear, uh, feel fearful, uh, maybe there's a good reason for it once it, that fear emotion is calibrated, right? Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of people, Crystal, on 9-11 that chose not to go onto that plane Mm -hmm. because of fear and it saved their lives, 
right? Or any other, say, plane crash or anything like that. Mm -hmm. You could say it was their intuition whispering to them. Exactly. So. And we also have one more quote I'd love to end with uh, from mm -hmm. ne Nelson Mandela, who's a social activist that mm -hmm. was imprisoned for, because of his work for many years. Yes. Um, and his quote, a very famous quote is, I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. Uh, beautiful quote. Very beautiful quote. Uh, and I totally believe in that. Right. Uh, yes. That is what you've been, what you've been saying. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's That's, to accept the fear, but to. Yes. And to use it as a tool. Yeah. You know, talking about N Nelson Mandela, you know, uh, again, it's, it, it, this is a great example. Uh, many people think that he was put into jail from, you know, for being the activist that he was, but, you know, just kind of looking back in his previous lifetime or even his family lineage, you know, that whole family was say, always in trouble for something like that. So he could have, say, freed the individuals, right, or brought about free speech or, you know, uh, all the good things that he brought about without being put in jail if he didn't have that frequency running in him. Did that make sense or was that too Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, I mean, I'm just, I was listening so, to it. I was, I was thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. That's, that is deep. But, but that's his pattern, mm -hmm. you know, of say, uh, that's the way he thinks that he, you know, uh, liberates people just like Mother Teresa. Mm -hmm. uh, and so on the way her frequencies were, you know, that's the way she thought. So the same way with fear, people think that, you know, their lives of fear that they live is something that they've done um, in this lifetime. Most, most cases it's not. Um, and just one more thing before we end, Crystal, is that, you know, uh, people who bring about, say, child abuse, uh, child abuse, or you know, uh, they get beaten as a child, and so on, like mm -hmm. that, right? Mm -hmm. That perpetuates fear in this lifetime again for them. Uh, again, that fear comes from a previous lifetime as well, uh, or some instance that has allowed that fear uh, again to be created in this lifetime for you. So, what is our moss work? The moss work is part of the meta healing. Mm -hmm. And uh, so after the meta healing, uh, well, let's talk about the meta healing. Okay. okay? And then the moss work uh, will be clearer for you. So the, the meta healing is becoming aware of your fears. Even some of the fears that you're not, say, familiar with. Mm -hmm. okay? or some of the fears that you hide, uh, you know, being truthful to yourself. And then starting to become, say, uh, uh, um, well, not more, um, in tune with how, say your emotions or your behaviors get, um, get created um, through the experiences that you have. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, so you start it, taking inventory of those emotions that get created for you uh, when you're in an experience. And then the moss work, uh, again, is becoming aware of what your fears are and then uh, taking inventory of your fears. And that means if you're a journaling type, you know, write it down. You know, if you voice record, you know, record some of the, the some of the emotions or uh, instances that you came into, say, fear or how fear comes through. Uh, a lot of you, from what I'm seeing, a lot of past memories of your younger days will start coming through. Uh, I'd like you to write that down, uh, or just at least you know uh, go through it in your uh, in your in your mind, and then also. Uh, from what I'm seeing as well, 
there's a lot of fears or emotions that are going to come up for you that are very foreign to you. And by that, I mean that it's like, gosh, I never felt this emotion, you know, in my earlier days, mm-hmm. you know, where does it come from? That's coming from your grandmother, uh, other people around you, other control sources that's been embedded in you. Uh, so, uh, so journal that as well. So, well, this is, you said you touched upon in the beginning of this conversation that um, when th- we talk about fear, that this might bring up a lot of fear for people listening to this podcast, yes. and then the meta healing as well. So, does that mean mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of a detox going on? Yes, for a lot of people, um, yes, there will be a lot of detox going on, um, and it, it, see fear, fear. And yeah, fear is really uh, interesting because again, it can empower you, but the way you release it is going through more fear, which strengthens you as well. So if you can stand strong as you go through this fear, or even if you can't, just know that you're protected, okay? Uh, I always say protect you as you go through, say, the detox level. Uh, And it feels different than, say, the standard fear that you feel. So, so uh, again, you have to go through that fear to let go of it and see it from a different light. And that's why, again, a lot of these fears will come up for you, for a lot of people. Awesome. And I, and I do like what you said in the beginning, too, about you used to have a lot of fears. Um, yes. and, and that list has gotten smaller, but you still have fears. Of course. Yes. So that's something for us to look forward to as well. Once we identify the fears, we might. I feel like... I have a lot of fears and I know mm-hmm. five years ago, 10 years ago, I'm sure my list would have been double, you know, <laughs> even oh, longer. So it is, is neat to, I like that idea of, of writing everything down and then you can go back to it and see which mm-hmm. ones you've truly broken through or how you've evolved right. in life. Right. Yeah, and in, you know, just not to get personal, Crystal, but you, your family comes from um, like a thriving family. So there actually isn't say a lot of fears uh, in you, because mm-hmm. uh, again, you're more of a thriving type frequency uh, that your family lineage comes through. So, no matter what fear is out there, you always tend to say uh, surpass it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I love when you say that in the podcast. Not to get personal, <laughs> Crystal, <laughs> but <yeah. laughs> it's fine. I know it's fine. Um, all right. So, I guess it's time for the meta healing. Thank you, Moss, for this conversation. I really uh, appreciate it. And I'm sure the people listening do too. Thank you. Thank you. Let's go ahead and get started. You guys, you're probably uh, more relaxed, comfortable uh, anyway. So let's just continue on with that Uh, by sitting, standing, lying down, preferably standing up, especially if you're new and you can physically stand up. Highly recommend it just to break free from anything that's bound you. Let's go ahead and take a nice deep breath in now that we're comfortable in our position. On the exhale. Letting go, becoming aware of our physical form, especially the chest area, chest, the throat, the solar plex, uh, where your ribs meet. As I generate those frequencies that help you transform much faster, let's connect to the group, strengthen you even more as we take a breath in, nice and deep, inhaling through the nose, holding it. And then exhaling, letting go. And 
connecting to the group dynamics, creating that mastermind, which is the pure essence of all of us combined, which allows us to go further faster. It's that helping hand that keeps us secure. Another deep breath in again. Going deeper into that chest as we exhale. The feeling from the inside of that chest plate, the throat area. And on the exhale, asking ourselves, how do I connect to pure source even stronger? you're new, you don't have to understand what it all means. Hmm. Breath in from the throat area. Holding it, releasing, and again going in deeper. So the inside of the neck, throat area, inside of your chest, into the heart and the lungs. Right into the core. And then we'll go even higher this time around, taking another deep breath in, nice and deep. On the exhale, going internal into the head space. So if you could imagine a column from the middle of your head, right down, through the throat, and internal inside your rib cage. For those people who have uh, hallucinations, or so-called hallucinations, uh, they see things. breath in again, nice and deep, holding and releasing, and again, that column, 
Since there are so many different possibilities of how your fears originated from, and it doesn't matter how they originate, just bringing them all out to your awareness, so we can step away. good number of you disconnected from time it brings a lot of fear so your time issues about being late or really having to focus on being on time and so on hopefully they'll resolve for you as well as you become fearless Let's take that anchoring breath in. Again, noticing that column. On the exhale, from the top of the head all the way through right, your core, right into the groin area. It's anchoring you down. As these fears start to leave you for real, have a nice grounding, secure Solid foundation to see those fears leave without distorting you. For the remainder, as I continue to work on you, Notice that column that's been created for you. Notice if it's made out of lights, metal, whatever it might be for you, okay? Especially for those who are really fearful. Uh, even your, in your awakening times, you can always hold on or pay attention to that column that's been created for you. Work on you in silence for a few minutes.
Noting your breath. Go ahead and leave you in this space for as long as you'd like, or as long as you stay in this space meditating. Uh, it will feel like I'm continuing to work on you. It will feel like you're still connected to that mastermind group that's been created with all of us. Right? Stay there as long as you'd like. Thanks for being on the podcast. I'll see you soon.